Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This court uh, finds in favor that the plaintiffs have are likely to prevail on their interpretation of the bylaws. The party's prior course of conduct uniformly supports the plaintiffs, and the plaintiffs will suffer irreparable harm without the preliminary injunction. Now, with the preliminary injunction in effect, I'm going to order that WSU and Oregon State will be the only two governing members of the board. This is Dirt and Sprague. There's a steal, Sexton after the timeout. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. We'll stay 0 0 the first two minutes. And then, look at Thompson. Daniels, what is going on with that? Wow. Well, you've got a full on fracas going on. Raymond came in to defend Clay. This, this got out of hand very quickly. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right. 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader 1080, The Fan. Hump Happy hump day, everybody. What is happening? Nice little Wednesday morning. It's a lot going on. I walked into breaking news. People are watching court cases. Everybody's overwhelmed right now. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Why didn't we get Judge Judy on the call there? Do, 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 do. We should have done that. Doesn't Steve Harvey have, have his own courtroom now, too? He does. Judge Steve Harvey. Judge Steve Harvey. I, I don't know that that's. Uh, I don't unreal. think it's a legitimate court, whereas, like, Judy's, I think, actually is. Like, yes. that, like, the ruling in the Judy courtroom yes. is what actually. It's a real ruling, okay. yeah. I mean, it would have been great for television. We're all looking for more TV dollars, right? I hear Arizona's broke. I hear Washington's broke. I know UCLA's struggling. We should have thrown this thing on the Steve Harvey channel. $20 million broadcast rights fees. They decide. Who would you want to see from every one of those programs you named in court for this proceeding? Who's Representing the, the university. Yeah, who's who's the plaintiff for Washington? Softy. Let's give us our money right now! See, I, I think he'd be awful for court because he wouldn't know when to shut up i i was thinking more like you know that there's going to be a representative and you don't know who it is until they walk through the double doors the door is open marcus tuiasasoko one time rose bowl winner for washington marcus peters is here didn't he get kicked off the team (laughs) 
How about Jen Cohen? Uh, like halfway through, she rips off her husky gear. <laughs> now she's representing USC. We missed a, a golden opportunity here. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. It was Chad we- Johnson for Oregon State. He'd be great. I think it'd be weird. It was weird that people were allowed to listen and watch. Uh, yeah, it is. I, kind of odd. That? Can you do that in all court proceedings? Is that a thing, or is that just with this well, one? Courts well, public are, interest. It's public. You know? okay. Every once in a while, they will they will not allow people in due to sensitivity of whatever's going on. I'm assuming or, like the Trump cases, you can't like watch on a Zoom, probably. Uh, no, those I'm guessing very much public. Oh, okay. Well, it's Quite New York one, way. isn't it? Right? Isn't that? I know there was only one that was going to be public. I kind of want to watch. Depends. See what's going the, on here. The, the tax one. The tax <laughs> yeah. one in New York, probably not. That's uh, the one. I think that's the fraud one. Is the one we can't yeah. watch. Okay. Because that's a private. That's more private matter. Him, if he's being, if it's a criminal thing in a public court as he was serving as president, that should be as public as anything you're going to get. If he's trying to overturn an election, specifically in a state with fake electors, uh-huh. I think it's public consumption. Yeah. It, sh- it should be. I want to watch on Zoom. I'm going to jump into that Zoom chat. Can you unmute me? I'd like to ask a question. I, I would be willing to wager you don't have to get on Zoom to watch the Trump case. You'd probably just go to CNN. Court TV or I whatever would it is. Yeah. Court TV. CNN or whatever's going to happen. Well, yeah, how do you not? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, how do you not? You can just air the whole thing. It'd be a ratings bonanza. I want to know from any Beaver fan who watched that yesterday, because I was following on Twitter I did not watch. How much of it did you not understand? Like, what percentage of it were you like, I don't really get what's going on right now? I, I saw, I was watching through quotes. Uh-huh. I, I also wasn't going to log on to Zoom. I was too busy. But like, I, I when I checked in, I'd see the quotes. And from what I saw in the quotes, I mean, I again, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm like, man, eh, this is pretty easy to understand what's going on here. Washington's attorney's full of crap. <laughs> yeah. And Oregon State, Washington State seem to have all the evidence to win this easily. I don't know. It seems like a pretty slam dunk case to me. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it seems like an easy one. Also, Washington representing the interests of the 10 member schools, or at least their lawyer was the one that was talking a lot yesterday. I was one. I've kind of been wondering this. I understand wanting to save every dollar and cent you can. I'm kind of confused why Oregon's involved in this. The 10 departing schools, I think, are just doing it as like a let's band together thing. I They're don't know. in different conferences. They it's are. It's a stupid be idea. In different conferences. I, I, don't, I don't have an answer for it. Also, you. like, oh, we're $20 million short of our, of our goal because the revenues are gone. Well, hey, Phil. <laughs> hey, Phil. Oh, let me get well, it out of my back pocket. Hey, hey, hey. Why am I catching shots? Why am I getting strays? I'm not filing lawsuits here. Nobody's given us a chance. Well, the Oregon and uh, Oregon State, Washington State are the plaintiffs here, so they they filed the suit against everybody else. Well, why is Washington allowed? Like, why is their attorney the lead attorney? Yeah, I, I guess. Are they the biggest law school in the conference? Somebody brought up a great point yesterday know. because they all had to write their letters at the end of it of like, we feel this way about the ruling, and Oregon State had one, and Washington State had one, and then Washington wrote one. And somebody pointed out the irony of last year when UCLA and USC left the conference, they were obviously removed as voting members, which is a major argument in the Washington State and Oregon State case of like, hey, why were they removed? But these 10 weren't. Make that make sense. It doesn't. And they have not been included in anything Pac-12 related. But Washington, in their letter that they released yesterday, were disappointed with these results. They included USC and UCLA. It was like a sign-off of all the 10 institutions in USC and UCLA were in there. Oh, it's maximum dumb. Even though they haven't been voting members for yeah. quite some time, over so a calendar year. They got the ruling. There's a stay while they scramble around and try to file a get an appeal hearing by the end of the week. 
but the stay is only through Monday. Mm. So if they can't get heard, if the defendants can't get heard before a higher court, then starting on Monday, Beeves and Coogs are running the show. I'm stunned you didn't become a lawyer. <laughs> Can I just tell you that? You look like a lawyer. Yeah. You talk like a lawyer. Sound like you know what you're doing I over there. I started studying for LSATs, and then I was just thought about it. I was like, I cannot sit in a classroom for another. I, I had to be done with school. I was just mm. done sitting. I got to go do something. I saw, and this is more legal mumbo-jumbo that I would like answers to. Did I see a headline that in the state of Oregon, like starting next year, you no longer have to pass the bar exam to practice law? I don't think that's true. I don't know about that. In what world is that true? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to Google it. I saw it on Twitter. It has to be true. Also, by the way, uh, isn't there a thing in Oregon now where they don't... What are they doing? They're, like, not having to test out to graduate high school? Yeah, Oregon law students won't be required to take the traditional bar exam starting in 2024. So, like... How are how do we know they're actually qualified to be lawyers? Uh, they went through class. I did class. I was so stupid. starting next May, law students won't be required to pass the bar exam in order to start practicing law. Instead, students will have the option to partake in a supervised practice portfolio examination. That seems very like a fake law, like a fake court <laughs> session. This framework allows students to participate in post graduation apprenticeship before submitting a work portfolio to the Oregon State Board of Bar Examiners. I always wanted to go to court and be a lawyer, but like only court and only the moments when I could be like, I object. Yeah, you're, you're used to seeing the movies. I want to be Perry Mason. <laughs> no, I can. I used to watch Perry Mason. Yeah. Black and white. I would say the amount of time spent actually litigating is an extremely small percentage of the time lawyers actually, what they're actually doing most of the time. Yes. I have a cousin in law who is a, a very serious lawyer and she, uh, Whenever I talk to her about her work, it just are there sounds... not serious lawyers? Well, like like very successful, high up, like corporate interest kind of lawyer person. Oh, okay. And it's like it's just pa- it's just nonstop paper. paperwork, yeah. right? Just paperwork, yeah. paperwork. Just very little of it actually happens in a courtroom. Detail. You're looking for needles and haystacks. You're yeah. A lot of it's like agreements, like selling agreements or acquisitions, that kind of stuff. And you got to come up with the paperwork for that. It's like oh god, no thank you. Your Honor, we move to dismiss. Has not Your been motion a lo- denied. Motion denied. How dare you? <laughs> I just want to say all the phrases in a courtroom with a judge there. You should have been an actor then. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's an easier path to being a lawyer than actually being a lawyer. I, I've always going to law school. Hell no. Did you do you feel like that's one of the easier roles to act in? I've always felt like lawyer's if not a very you hard role. Can, yeah. If you can um internalize the the language. The vernacular sure. for all the legal sp- and mumbo make it jumbo. Sim- yep. Yeah. So if you can do that, and it sounds same thing with being a doctor on a TV show. If you can get all the medical terms down and it sounds natural, do then- you concur? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your legal mumbo jumbo? That That's was my doctor. Con- thing. Oh, concur. Uh, uh, Leo DiCaprio okay. from Catch Me If You Can. He watches like a doctor show and he's like stuck <laughs> you- in a surgery. He's like, "Do you concur, doctor?" He's like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> 
<laughs> he just passes himself off as a real doctor. Uh, yeah, Jordan said it's true. My lawyer wife, who has worked her ass off and paid to join the bar, is less than pleased about this news. That can't make people happy. Like, yo, no. you don't need to take the big test that everybody else does. We'll uh, just, yeah. we'll have a mock thing and yeah. we'll act like this was real. <laughs> people are just texting in, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the truth, you can't handle the truth. That's got to be the most popular court movie scene of all time, right? That's got to be Ooh. up there. It's probably more so mm. than my cousin Vinny. <laughs> what are the other popular legal? Are we going Miracle on 34th Street? Dudes. You can't prove he's not Santa well, Claus. The reason I <laughs> asked if you guys thought it'd be the easiest role to act in as like a profession is because legitimately I watched a man squeeze his face with a toilet seat and then yeah. go to court and lose his ass and win the case. And he convinced me that like that was real. Jim Carrey and Liar Liar has convinced me that somebody could actually be going through all that in their life and still be successful doing it. You stuffed her like a Thanksgiving turkey, didn't you? I did. (laughs) That's what happened, didn't it? Mm. When he breaks that guy on the stand in that movie... All-time classic. I mean, the guy's just like, What? What? I did! I did! (laughs) Just finally admits that he slept with her. Yeah, and other people on chiming in, don't like the new program, take the frickin' exam like everybody else. Yeah, what what are we doing here? Our standards? We've lost our standards? I mean, I think this has happened in a lot of industries. Our standards are slipping. I, I tend to believe in Oregon, as a parent and former student, that... Uh, we have gravitated too much towards test taking. Everything is a test. If you don't pass this test, you're stupid. And as a bad test taker, I don't like that method. I also understand, like, there are certain aspects of everything where you do need to be tested on it. This is a little bit different than, like, let's do your yes. standardized yeah. math test and see how you do. Well, I was more talking about the high school thing, <laughs> sure. where I think in Oregon now, you don't have to pass any tests. There's just, like, there's no uh-huh. require. It's just basically show up, you pass high school, which... <laughs> I knew a lot of kids at Park Rose that that's how they graduated high schools. They just showed up. Would have been better off. I lived for the test. I wanted everything. Just you look like you lived for the test. I least surprising. Two midterms and a final. He wants to throw off the curve. That's why I guess he does. He wants to ruin it for the rest of us. All of us want to have fun, and he's over here ruining curves. You are absolutely. (laughs) I would not have liked you as a fellow student. Not at all. Would have hated me. Really? No, I would have hated you, huh? He would have been the guy I would have been like, yo, hey, uh, can I see your study guide for like two hours? I'll make a copy. I'll bring it right back. And he's like, you had your opportunity to write one. (laughs) Why didn't you attend class for the last three weeks, Brandon? Where were you? Oh, no, I was not a good note to... I, I... Util- I figured out I had a photographic memory, and I just crammed the Jesus hell out of stuff. So Christ. there was very little notes. In- <laughs> I really would have hated you. Yeah. Study? Who needed to study? Nah. Yeah, I got we a got 97. A All right, give me an hour and a half. Where's the textbook? Let's let's own in. Here I was thinking my 67 was going to get curved up to a 72, and I was going to nah. be happy with that grade. But no, this jackass nah, ruined yeah. it for everybody. And I tell you a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, one of my, I think it was my second year at Oregon State, I had to take a uh, astronomy class. Or not astronomy, astrology. No. Astronomy. Astronomy, sorry. <laughs> my wife is into astrology. I took an astronomy class, and I got out of the first exam, and there was a phrase for the class that they had used that I wasn't as aware of. Mm-hmm. And so we had gotten our exams back. Nobody really looked at them because it was kind of a grab-and-go situation. And so me and three friends grabbed them. And as we come up the stairs out of the class, uh, out of the building, one of the friends goes, yeah, how about this stars for, 
and it rhymes with stars and starts with a T back in the day. Give sure. you an idea of what I'm talking about yeah, here. Basically, yeah. like, you're an idiot yeah. if you can't pass this easy class. <laughs> yes. And then we all, right after that, showed our test scores, and I opened mine up, and I had a 55%. <laughs> <laughs> and that person, just perfect comedic timing dirt, went, well, I guess you're the brightest star. And uh, I felt like an idiot. Oh. I felt like a real idiot yeah, for like yeah. uh, two hours. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I signed up for a math class in college, Math 95, which was like the most basic math you could possibly take. That's like, like intro to like in- pre-algebra. Like addition yeah. and subtraction. <laughs> These are numbers. These are, <laughs> and I read the syllabus. What's and the I was, number? What's the shape? <laughs> yeah. I read the syllabus and just thought, nope, this is gibberish. I'm dropping this. Let's take four years of Spanish. Math 105 at Oregon State is still to this day. In 2009, one of the greatest cheating scandals in college football history. I had so many players on How that team. How many Oregon State football players cheated their way to eligibility in that class? Oh, man, they came up with the best ideas. You know who was the best at cheating? The Hawaiian players. Yeah. The Hawaiian players were the best at cheating. And you might be saying, well, Sprague, why, why, why keep them out? Why separate them from everybody else that was cheating? Because, my friends, the way they cheated was so next level. They would come in. They wouldn't steal anybody's stuff. They wouldn't sneak any notes in their binders. What they did was they wrote every possible thing you could write on the bottom of their feet because they all wore flip-flops. Yeah. So they'd take their flip-flops off during tests. You put your foot up. There's like you're trying to stretch a little bit. (laughs) And they'd look down at their feet. And there'd be all these math equations. And I remember looking over going, man, that's a lot of numbers. Dude, he's got a lot of info over there. And it worked. I'm they all come, passed. He's playing on Saturday night. That's all that matters. <laughs> he's, he's eligible. <laughs> <laughs> we got a shot this weekend. Uh, all right. Well, we got to get going. It's a, uh, a busy show today. Kyle Bonagura will join us at 8 a.m. of ESPN. He covered this uh, lawsuit with Oregon State, Washington State, and the 10 traitorous schools. The traitorous 10. The traitorous 10. <laughs> Can we make a movie out of this? Yeah, it sounds like a great Western movie. So we'll get to that. Uh, we'll find out what all this means. Kyle Bonagura will join us at 8 a.m. Uh, it is a Statter story. Are we doing Statter story this week? Or are we, no, no Statter we story. It? Okay. We're nixing it this week. Yeah, well, I think we might nix it the rest of the year, to be honest with you. Yeah, we'll just see how it goes. There's a lot going on. We got Bonagura at 8. It's like, I don't want to go from Bonagura to like, hey, how many pumpkin pies are people going to well, eat on Thursday? And you know that Mr. Uh, Goody Two-Shoes over there <laughs> is going to ride your ass in the middle of an interview on the clock, and totally. then he'll come back and he'll go eight minutes <laughs> long past the clock and not care at all. Exactly. So now we can react to what Bonagura says. We don't have to worry about that weird like, hey, do we need to bump this? segment what's going on here we're not going to do that i think i have the best nfl zig or zag i love it i'm ready to zig and zag are you ready i am i think i went 100 last week uh my I'm zigs not... and zags were dialed in okay i think i thought you should have zagged when you should have zigged but uh that's no, that's not the point then we'll get to that 645 the college football playoff i actually have a point of contention with the mm, committee mm, we're upset about rankings uh i'm worried Oh, upset's not the right term. Oh. Worried okay. is what I would classify it as. So we'll talk about that. And uh, is this the greatest Oregon offense of all time? I want you to noodle on it. Don't react with emotion. Noodle on it because there's one former coach suggesting it might be. So we'll get into that coming up as well. Dirt and Sprague, let's get it going. I have a surprise start for Dirt, and I'll tell him when and show what it is next on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Have you, uh... Have you have you caught the cup fever yet? Yeah, yes, I did. I'm all I'm all cupped out, dude. I got my cup was full. It was running over last night. You kidding me, dude? That cup action was great. God, the cup action. Catch a fever. I I actually want to get to something in the NBA. It's not uh, not necessarily the cup, although I I would say I I follow somebody who works in the Dame circle Mm -hmm. and. Somebody was like, dude, nobody's going to care about this. Uh, it's not the finals. And he goes, well, yeah, once they start hanging banners for it, people will. And I, I am kind of wondering with this, no matter how fuddy-duddy we sound, <laughs> I am kind of curious if this thing can catch on. If this can get people as excited as the playoffs. And also, if this is as important to the NBA as they're making it out to be, mm-hmm. everybody's court is a bright color. Uh, it looks like a unicorn threw up on somebody's court every time. God, the Utah. Going back and forth between Utah and Portland and the Denver-LA game last yeah. night. God. It was awful. Oh. I, I, I hate the court. I'm, what I'm, are I'll we be, doing? I'll be the old guy there. But I do believe if you need people to care or want people to care, you do have to kind of act like this is a title. This isn't some tournament that's like, oh, it's cutesy. I think if you really want the casuals to care, you you got to treat this like a championship. I mean, maybe they will when we get there in Vegas. I, my critiques remain the same. It's year one, so I'm not going to throw out you know the future of cup action. But my two critiques were, one, the schedule doesn't make any sense. Nobody knows when these games are happening outside of seeing an ad on television. Like, I did not know that That's last... why they did the court. So when I know, you look so at the you, game... Yes, you know that it's a cup game, but it's also too much. Like, I can't handle the... It makes me not take you seriously. 
Like I like the NFL doing a special. This is an in-season thing when we're going to paint all the fields yellow. Like what? No, nobody would take that seriously. I just I can't do it. The schedule needs to make more sense. Have them all be in some kind of window where they're like, it's this week is Cup week, and we're going to go play our Cup week. Not a game here, a game there, but then that game counts, but that game doesn't count. None of that makes sense, and the courts are way over the top stupid. If they fix those two things, I said this originally. Like you give me a Final Four in Vegas, and it's like Milwaukee versus. Denver and I don't know pick whatever two teams you want single elimination final four I'll probably watch like I got nothing else going on by the time we get to when the championship's going to take place but I have a hard time taking colored courts seriously should the NBA suspend Draymond Green for the rest of the year (laughs) I don't know about the rest of the year no I, I I think it's time to start having this conversation he's it's reached a point it's 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 not like, oh, I'm yeah. worried that guy is yelling and I don't like that no, on my it's... TV. I like the passion. I like the fire in it, fieriness, fieriness. But what bothers me is like this is becoming assault. He punched Jordan Poole square in the jaw, knocked him to the ground last year. His own teammate. Yes, he did. He suffered no real suspension. And then this year, last night, within two minutes of the game starting, McDaniels and Thompson get into it. And that turns into Draymond <laughs> grabbing Rudy Gobert from behind and putting him in a headlock. And Steve Kerr's like the guy telling, don't murder him. Don't do it. It ain't worth it. You can tell Gobert on his face for a moment was like, dude, I can't breathe. Like, well, I'm yeah. getting choked out here. Draymond's not 6'2". Draymond <laughs> no. is like 6'8 and strong. Nice like, move by Carl Anthony Towns to just stand there and watch his other center get choked out and not do anything about it. Well, I think Cat was, was deciding, which cat am I right now? Am I Because he changes his voice in all these interviews. So, like, which Carl Anthony Towns am I right now? My teammate cat? Am I angry cat? Am I low-key cat? I think he's gonna get at least 10 games this is ridiculous more. how is it not more yeah I, it should be more he than got that. suspended in a finals he yeah. he's this is who he is uh, didn't he have a dirty ass play a couple of day, games ago too against uh donovan mitchell didn't he like throw an elbow into donovan mitchell as he was going up for a layup yes like in the back and they didn't see it in real time but then donovan mitchell got up and like got in his face and was like what the hell's the matter with you he's and a dirty they, ass they player. had to go back and watch the yes. replay and on the replay you're like oh that's where it was and he got kicked out of that game too I, i'm sorry i i'm kind of shocked at both of you 10 games is i'd go more than 10 stupid. i don't know about, I would, I'm I don't not, know about full I'm season saying, but I'd go like I'm in 25 guess games. That's what's going to happen. I would I would look at having him out until the All-Star game. He assaulted a teammate last year, got yeah. leaked on video, and he choked out a t- uh, an opponent last night on the court within Man. two minutes of a game that was 0-0. <laughs> we're, we're just giving a little slap on the wrist still, huh? Well, I think 25 games is a little bit more than a slap on the wrist. <laughs> I, I, mean, I a- honestly would suspend him for the year. I'm done okay. with this crap. This isn't even entertaining anymore. This is becoming physical assault. I just find it funny that the Warriors kind of suck. I can enjoy that. Well, Steph's out. Yeah. He sprained a knee. So, hey, that's good. I'm really disappointed in both of you in this segment. <laughs> you want me to kick him out of the league forever? I, I thought you guys have a little more towards my end. Swag came and was like, four games. <laughs> I, I believe he said 10. ten. Four games. He said ten. I and said twenty five. What's, what's, what's ten games? What's do? ten games? For I would. That guy? I would kick him out until the All Star. He's going to sit out ten games anyway. You might as well just say, "Well, those are our rest days." That was the funniest thing about Gobert's comments after the game. He said he, he just does this when Steph doesn't play. He wants to get ejected because he doesn't want to play without him. Because so. he wants. <laughs> if he lose, he did this. He did yeah. this the year that Steph got hurt. He gets kicked out of these games. So when they lose, you can't really pin it down and say, "Well, see, you're carried by those guys." We all know he is. He's a great player for that team. He's a role guy, though. But we all know that that bread and butter has been Clay and Steph for quite a while, 
And if they're not out there at their highest, you know, peak performance, that team doesn't win. He doesn't move the needle. Put him in Washington. What do you think Washington's record is with Draymond? I mean, probably the same as what it is with okay. Jordan Poole. So, like, <laughs> yes, I, I think that's a definite real thing. I watched that team that year. He was getting ejected, so they wouldn't yeah. be losing with him on the court. I mean, it's, it'll be really interesting to see what the NBA does here. That's the most aggressive that I've seen. Like, I, we've seen pushing and shoving. Usually NBA fights. I'm just tired of this guy, happens. dude. He's a clown. Well, All he does is yeah. bitch and moan about every single call. He gets away with more than any other player. And now he's assaulting yeah. other players. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't disagree with you at all. It's a good test for the NBA and Adam Silver, man. They were aggressive with the John ja Morant stuff. That was off the floor. That's an image thing. This is on the floor stuff, causing harm to other NBA players. I'll be curious to see what they do. Uh, let's go to the NFL. We got NFL Zigger Zag coming up at 645. We'll dive into the college football playoff at 7. And is Oregon's best offense ever this year's team? I want you to really think about it. Noodle on it. We'll get to it at 715. Dirt and Sprague back with more. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Dirk just alerted me that, did you know that Notre Dame's going to be the last ever Pac-12 network game? Football, yeah, because they'll keep going with basketball, but the last ever Pac-12 network football game will be Notre Dame at Stanford. Ah, Catch the fever. I'm already bemoaning the fact that Utah-Arizona is a top 22 matchup. And it's at 11.30 on the Pac-12 Network. <laughs> Why did you say top 22 instead of just top 25? Well, just because you went I'm, to their number? I'm giving them an extra okay. couple of points right. there. It's not t- top 25 <laughs> matchup. Utah's 22. Okay. It's a top 20, 17 versus 22. Touche. It's 11.30 on the Pac-12 Network. There's going to be 46 people outside of the state of Arizona or Utah that are watching that game. What are we doing? Do you think that this is it for McDermott and Buffalo? Should be. He says, uh, I made a change because it was time. The offense didn't look quite how he wanted it to look. He fires Ken Dorsey yesterday during the show. I viewed it more as a move of a coach that's desperate. He needed to do something to deflect the blame. The scapegoat. Well, we're turning the ball over a lot. What's going on here? We need to fire an offensive coordinator. A lot of people immediately pointed out, if you don't have 12 guys on the field, for the missed field goal, yeah, you win. Special you win the game, yeah. and you're probably not firing Ken Dorsey after a win. So a 12-man penalty 
uh, ends up, somebody had, Bob Condota, I think, had the tweet, said the 12th man benefits Russell Wilson again. I thought, ah, that's well played right there. <laughs> so and then they make the kick, and now he's fired because you lose? Um, I, I think there's truth somewhere in the middle here, though, because a lot of people have pointed to the advanced metrics of Buffalo's offense, and it's not that bad. But it's like, I, this there's is... There's a lot of numbers that show that sure. it's actually better than when Dayball was there. Sure. This is one of those times, though, that I feel like eyeballs are more important than analytics. Like, we've all watched Buffalo this year, and I'm not saying they've been terrible in every game. They've had some really, like the Miami game, for example. They were unstoppable in that game. A lot of teams have been at times against Miami's defense when they're not healthy. But, like, dude, we've watched that team. That's that, They don't feel like a great offense. They don't run the ball very well. They turn the ball over a ton. Like, I don't know, sometimes you got to get the advanced metrics out of it because it doesn't take a genius to look at Buffalo's offense and say, yeah, I mean, they're not terrible, but I'm not going to sit here and act as if they've just been an unstoppable juggernaut through 10 weeks. Well, this is where I would I would slightly disagree with you. You don't need to get the advanced metrics out of there, the analytics. I think you just need to sum it up and say the numbers are showing me they're this, but why aren't they winning? Why don't they look as successful? Because their quarterback turns the ball over more than any other player in the NFL. He's got a lot of turnovers. So, like, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think it's the metrics and the analytics that are the problem here. I think the offense is fine when the quarterback isn't having three turnovers in a game. Yeah, I just I don't like when people use it as, a, as an excuse to say, well, their offense hasn't been an issue. But they have at times had really bad performances. Are people talking about the well? So, okay, so are we talking about the offense when we talk about Buffalo, or Josh Allen can't stop turning the ball over? Because for me, it's the latter and not close. And to, I, they do I need agree to run with the ball, you. though. I agree with that. I agree with you. But I, I have seen a lot of people point to how could you fire an offensive coordinator when you're third in EPA and you're second in this stupid metric? And it's I don't know. I in watching them throughout the course of the year, there's there's chunks of games where they cannot run the football. They have, in my opinion, one legitimate weapon. Gabe Davis is fine. Tight end's been out all year. You know, they're trying to bring Kincaid along. Uh, but they can't run the football. They have one legitimate weapon. Like, I just, to me, they have. Th- there's nothing about them and watching them that it has ever screamed, this is an elite offense if they just stopped turning the football over. They would be better if they stopped turning the football over. But I'm not going to excuse that the the numbers and say that this is an elite offense. Are you turning into Wilcox on me? I am going a little the anti. The have won? I'm going a little anti-analytics, man. Okay. Like, my eyes are not lying to me. We've watched Buffalo play a lot of football this year. But, Turnovers are the biggest problem. I do not disagree with that, and I brought it up yesterday. But isn't that where you'd say your eyes are noticing? Is it's not it's not the offense, it's it's the turnovers. But I'm watching them a lot in games where even when they're not turning the football over, and I'm not overly impressed with them. How much of that is Josh Allen? <laughs> How I much mean, of that is Ken Dorsey? That's and that's well, where I mean, I'm he's asking. He's fired the now, so it's it's you know obviously it was all on Ken Dorsey according to Doug McDermott, but. I don't know, man. Like, if your quarterback doesn't stop turning the football over, you're not winning a game. Yeah, if you can't run the football, you also can't win a lot of games. But they've won games without running the football. It's just not a consistent strategy. That's my larger point. Well, their run game's always been bad. It's it, Do you recall any no. great times when Dayball was there coaching offense that their run game was elite? No. I'd have to go back and look at the numbers and see what they were at the end of the year. But, no, it wasn't a strength of theirs. Their, their running game has largely been Josh Allen, but you don't want to continue. Like, he was injured all last season because he was their only run game. This has been a problem of theirs for a long time, which, again, is why I point to some of these advanced metrics telling me how good their offense is. Like, dude, you can't run the football, so stop it. They have 116.5 today on the season, 116.5 per game. 2021 regular season, I believe that was Dayball's last year, wasn't it? Because he coached last year in New York. Last year was his first year with the Giants. Yeah, yeah. 129, 13-yard difference. Slightly slightly better, but not a huge difference. Not a huge difference. The difference, though, if you were to look it over, 
Turnovers. Yeah, I would go back even just two weeks ago, man. They were in Cincinnati on Sunday night, and I I picked Cincinnati to win that game just because I thought they were playing better ball, and then that kind of blew up this past weekend against Houston. But they only had one turnover in that game. They scored a touchdown with ease on their opening drive, and they couldn't move it again until the fourth quarter. Like, they went two quarters without doing squat. And Cincinnati at times can play good defense, but that's not one of the best defenses in the NFL. I just I think there's a lot going on there in Buffalo. But to answer the original question, this should be it for McDermott. He's looking for scapegoats. If you don't win multiple playoff games this year, like what are we holding on to? What do you make of uh, the Watson injury? <laughs> Came out of nowhere this morning. Done for the year. A self-diagnosis. What and they, what's he saying? It's a shoulder injury. He's done for the year with a shoulder injury. A shoulder, displaced yeah. fracture. Yeah. Okay. Very the bone, so they so he, they'll have two seasons of that two hundred and thirty-one million dollar contract yeah. with nothing to show for it. I mean, is it controversial to say it's not a big deal at all? Well, I mean, their their record would indicate the opposite. Of How that. many games has PJ Walker won? Uh, How many games has Deshaun Watson won? Has Walker only won one? <laughs> I, I, I thought he beat the Niners. I thought it was more than that. Uh, they didn't beat the Seahawks. I know they beat the Niners. Okay, let me look it up. Let yeah, me go look at his starts. I'm curious about this. Maybe two at the most. So they've won six on the year. They, they, I mean, they beat Baltimore not because of Watson. No, they won Baltimore because defensively they suddenly just got all the stops and turnovers. They also had some deflections. There was a pick six that was deflected, and then the run won game. two games. He played the two games or two of the games that he started. Uh, he did not beat Seattle. He was two and one. He beat San Francisco, uh-huh. and they beat Indianapolis in that crazy 39-38 oh, game. Right. Yeah, and then they lost to Seattle yeah. in a game that they very easily could have won. They should have won. So I you got two of your six wins are PJ Walker, and so Deshaun Watson is four and two, and PJ Walker's two and one. I don't think there's a difference with them. I don't either. That's the I've point. Watched I, them both play. They look kind of the same, Deshaun, which is disturbing. I don't know if Deshaun Watson has a 300 yard game yet in a Cleveland Browns uniform. He doesn't this year. I know that. I mean. I know this is over for them with him this year. I still think they can be a good team. Uh, but, like, what do you do next year if he comes out the gate the first four or five games and is this? Good luck getting rid of that contract. Well, you can't get rid of it, no. right? It's fully guaranteed. Nobody's going to trade for it. They can do agreed buyouts, though, can't they, when they want to release a player, Swigard? Can't they do, like, an agreed-upon buyout? Like, maybe it's not the full... Well, they still need the player to agree. Well, that's what I'm saying is that they can get out of it that way, right? They could negotiate with them and say, we'll give you it right now. they could negotiate a buyout. Here, we'll pay you this right now and you're done and off the books. I don't know how that works with the salary cap specifically. I don't either. But yes. I don't think you can get the money off the cap. That still has. I mean, you could probably so dead buy him out to like get him off now the it team. Gets, but it might you, be able to get prorated out a little bit longer. But yeah, you're you're still there's you're some stuck, dead cap man. money there somewhere. I object, Your Honor. There is no hope. <laughs> no hope with Deshaun. Watson. What are you objecting to? The contract that we gave. I want out. That's well. <laughs> I mean, this just he, he reeks of a guy. I don't know what his personal life is behind the scenes outside of you know all the accusations. It just reeks of a guy that got paid a lot of guaranteed money and was like, cool. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. He didn't want to go to Cleveland. Remember, he never the, wanted to be there. It was either Carolina or Atlanta. And then they gave him 230 fully guaranteed dollars, <laughs> and he said, "Okay, I'd love to go to Cleveland and play in my, the cold." Freeze my ass off in Cleveland <laughs> for 230. The guy wants nothing to do with that organization, but you're paying him 230 million dollars. Let's stay in the NFL. We we'll get to college at the top of the hour. Let's stay in the NFL. NFL zig or zag? A lot of people saying this week's might be the best one. Dirt might be. Can't wait. All right, we'll get to it next on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we'll get to the uh, college football playoff rankings released last night. And is this Oregon's best offense of all time? All of that is in the second hour of the show. Kyle Bonnegar at 8 a.m. will join us to talk about the lawsuit with Oregon State, Washington State. They won the judgment yesterday, but it has been appealed, of course. And so we'll dive in to try to understand all of what's going on in that situation at 8 a.m. But it's time for NFL Zigger Zag. I was uh, walking down the road last week and somebody stopped me and said, hey, love Zig and Zag. I'm a Zig guy. Uh, they said they were a Zag guy. Oh, they're a Zag off yeah, guy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start baffling team dirt. Baffling team. The only team to be outgained in nine straight games, but is somehow six and three. The Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Dirt our friends over at our sister station in Pittsburgh. 93 7, the fan in Pittsburgh had this to say The Pittsburgh Steelers are six and three. And in this immediacy, I think they should be celebrated for it. No matter how it's happened, right? That doesn't mean that I dumb down what I think needs to happen at the end of the year. That doesn't mean that I don't recognize the warts or see the things that they need to get better at. It's just in the immediacy, it can be both. Zig or zag, <laughs> it should be celebrated. The Steelers are 6-3 and three in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going to zag on that. Oh. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Tomlin guy. We should have seen this coming, that they're not that good of a team. Yet here, they, they're of course going to finish at or above 500. They do it every year. They always find a way to compete. I'm terrified, though, if I'm a Steeler fan for a couple of things. One, the refusal to move on from Matt Canada, who is clearly a problem and has been a problem for a long time. I just don't understand it. And two, they're kind of in that no man's land where you're going to have to go into the AFC playoff picture with Kenny Pickett at quarterback. They beat the Green Bay Packers last weekend. They got a pick in the end zone at the end there, a tip ball, won the game 23-19. to You know what Kenny Pickett did last weekend? Hmm. He was 14 of 23 for 120 yards. That's an NFL quarterback that's going to have to go into Kansas City and beat Patrick Mahomes or go into insert stadium and win a big playoff. Like, it's just not going to happen. So you're not bad enough to improve where you need to, most importantly, likely a quarterback, and you're not good enough to win anything that actually matters, but they're well-coached and good enough defensively that they're going to beat a lot of these bad teams. It's exactly what they're doing, but they're stuck in no man's land in the NFL. I'm going to zag on that. Let's go to Baltimore, where beat writer Jeff Zerbiak writes in The Athletic this. Through 10 games, the Ravens have trailed for just 28 minutes and 48 seconds. That's a great step. Yet, they are 7-3. According to NFL research, the only two teams over the past 40 years to trail for less amounts of times through 10 games were the 84 Dolphins and the 98 Broncos. Both were 10-0 at this point. Dirt Zigger Zag, you... You truly can trust the Ravens as a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I'm going to zig on that. I know for usually I argue I got to see it to believe it, and Baltimore has not shown it when it matters most. I love Harbaugh, though, and I love Lamar Jackson. I'm glad that he finally got paid. But I'm going to say that I'm zigging on this because of what they do defensively, because of their ability to run the football, and because of how balanced they are. We just got done talking about Buffalo. Their issue is they're not balanced, and everything that they do is relying upon Josh Allen, A, not turning the ball over, which he can't stop doing, and B, he has to be their entire offense. 
That's not the case in Baltimore. They're running the football at a high clip. They're playing a, good, a, a high level of defense. I'd be fascinated to go back and look at those other teams who started the season 10-0 and and how many close games did they have that they could have easily lost, but a ball bounced their way or a call went their way and they ended up winning. That's the case for Baltimore. They're 7-3. and three. All three of their losses are games that you could pretty straightforward argue that they should have won. They had no business losing on Sunday to the Browns. They had no business losing that game in Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago. And you go all the way back to that random Week 3 game they lost to the Colts 22-19 in a tsunami. Like, they easily could have won all three of those games. I'm zigging on them, man. When you're that good for 10 straight weeks, I don't know how you don't buy in. We did discuss Buffalo earlier. They're struggling right now. Take a listen of Jeremy and Joe of WGR over in Buffalo, our sister station. They tried to rank... The McDermott loss and where it stacked up uh, all time. That one was probably worse. Probably dumber, I should that's, say. That's, Maybe not worse. It was definitely yeah. dumber. Dumber, not worse. Yeah. It, it's it's an odd one, Joe, on, uh, I'm trying to think. So before Thursday Night Football was here, the Amazon crew came in and they filmed us talking about the Bills that week. Yeah. And I remember saying while they were sitting here, Patriots game was the worst loss to Sean McDermott's career. Mm-hmm. And it didn't last that long. That's worse. You think last night was the worst? Yep. I mean, New England looks pretty bad, but <laughs> that one's worse. Yeah. It's worse on a million levels. It's worse on, I mean, Denver, I'm going to say this with my whole chest. Okay. Stinks. <laughs> We're getting mad now. Denver's so bad, they play to lose. That's a loser football team, and they beat you. Like it's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, dirt Zigger Zag. The Bills have missed their window. Uh, I will zig on that. I think it's done. They need a new coach. They need a new identity. Josh Allen needs a recalibration of not turning the football over, which I don't know if you could do at this point. You know what's crazy to think about? They beat the Dolphins 48-20, to and that was one of those like, damn, Miami was scoring on everybody. They blew them out in Buffalo. Since then, Buffalo is 2-4. and four. Their are two wins. One of them was the Sunday night game against the Giants in which they got bailed out by a no-call in the end zone on a DPI. They should have lost that game. The Giants would have had another shot at the one-yard line. The rather win was a game against the Buccaneers in which they tackled the wide receiver in the end zone during a Hail Mary. Those are their two wins. They easily could have lost six games in a row. And this team's just not playing good football. I'm zigging on it. The window's closed. Trevor Lawrence, 2,120 passing yards, nine touchdowns, six picks, an 89.3 rating. Baker Mayfield, 2143 <laughs> passing yards, 14 touchdowns, five picks, a 93.7 rating. Dirt, quickly, zig or zag. The Jags should be worried that Lawrence doesn't look like the number one overall pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna zig on this. It's year three. I think year three is when you expect some growth. Years year three is when you expect development. They've done a good job, I think, of building things around him. I I believe you and I disagree on it, but I believe he has a good head coach that's gonna help him grow. And the numbers just aren't there this year. What they looked like against San Francisco this weekend was an eye opener. I was confident the 49ers were gonna win that game. 34 to 3 and him looking like he's playing against a NFL team when he's in high school was a really concerning sign. So year three, I'm zigging on that. I'm not done with him. I'm not punting on Trevor Lawrence. But when you see year one to year two, significant growth, and then what appears to be year two two to year three, significant regression, that's a major concern. There we go. NFL zig or zag. We do it every Wednesday at 645. Hour number two is ahead. The controversy and thing to pay attention to, to the playoff ranking that stuck out to me. I'll tell you what that is. And is this the greatest Oregon offense ever? We'll get to all that next. Hour two on the fan. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 